Interesting. These are terms that are new to me. Yeah, well, I toy should, I should remind you that this isn't just you and me, that there's a, a public out there. So toy is basically... No, 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 not for this in particular, oh, oh. but just for the uh, idea that uh, uh, you're talking about artistry in the streets. Uh-huh. Uh, I should just... Uh, I'll let everyone else catch up up to there. Um, that's great. That was today at 1 in the morning. Conversation went well. Well, we ended up meeting up around... He hit me up at around 1.30 in the morning. I, and he convinced me to meet him around... I got to him maybe around 2, 2.30. And then we hung out till the 4 a.m. By 4 a.m. I was back home. Like, um, usually when you go out painting out, you know, the prime hours are 3 to 5 a.m. Mm. I don't know if that works the same now with all this COVID and stuff, but I haven't been out because, you know, pregnant. Well, there is no actual curfew. Well, No. But usually those are the best hours because um, the law is a bit more laid back. Interesting. And, you know, security guards are getting sleepy. Uh-huh. Wait, around four or between one and four? Three and f- three to five are like the golden hours. Mm-hmm. And actual golden hour comes at around 6.30 these days? Mm. Golden hour being that time of day when, when it's pee? dawn, when the sun's coming up, up, or the pee? sun's coming down. <laughs> no, uh, no that, that'd, be a, that'd be like a medical thing if you're peeing for an hour. Like, golden hour is just like, uh, guys, I gotta set this aside an hour. I'm sorry, it's a thing. I have to, hold on, just unclose the door and then just upstream for an hour? I would just leave the door open a crack so that I could still talk and communicate for an hour. and you know, Over the stream? I would just have one of those, like, desks with wheels on them so I could do some work. You know, just pee there for... Well, I'm a woman. I could sit down and pee. You yeah, might that, have to stand. I mean, unless not, you're okay with the dangling. My concern would be dehydration. I mean, you're peeing for an hour. This is like a... I mean, unless you're dripping for an hour. Okay, that's... Okay. You let her drip. It's an hour thing. She's getting all the bladder out. No, it sounds like you're going past the bladder and getting liquids from who knows God knows where for an hour. That's golden hour. Okay, but that's not real golden hour. Golden hour in movie making... <laughs> Golden hour in movie making is like, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it lasts 15 to 30 minutes or like something between 30 minutes. It's a small window of time when you have the perfect lighting for photography mm-hmm. or cinematography. And that's uh, daybreak and dawn. Dawn really? being when the sun comes down, right? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. So golden hour, today the sun, nowadays the sun comes out at 6-ish, 7-ish? Yeah, pretty early, yeah. Well, Pretty early, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I've been... I wake up maybe five times a night to get up and pee. Why even try and sleep? Oh, I see why I try and sleep. Well, you, you can't help it. You'll yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and I don't usually do this. This is just one of those things that comes with the territory of, uh, of being uh, pregnant. Of hosting, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, I wake up that many times, so... Sometimes I'll go to, you know, I'll go back to bed and initially I used to check the times that I would get up. I don't check anymore. I just uh, go and come back to bed and since everything's all COVID-y and I'm not working and so I don't. You used to check just for yourself or you used to check like for the, for a health thing, like you're making a note of it and all this? No, I used to check just because I didn't want my, I guess I was used to waking up at certain hours. I was used to thinking, oh, it's, you know, it's 8 o'clock. I should have done this by now. Oh, it's, you know, 
I haven't showered yet. I haven't eaten yet, or something, you know? This is in the before time. Yeah, or like I, have, I should have been at work. <laughs> in the now time, how do you feel about your routine? Do you even have a routine? No. That's okay. I mean, so far it seems that I eat and I get sleepy, and then I sleep and I wake up hungry. These so are- I sleep and then I gotta go to the bathroom, and then I go back to sleep and I wake up again and I'm hungry. These are more just constants in your day to day. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like constants in everyone's day to day, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're not there. But they are more in your uh, in your lifestyle of pregnancy. Uh, how is it? How does it feel does it to be uh, to, to host a baby? I it presume sucks. you've never done it before. It really sucks. It sucks, does it? Yeah, it is uh, over glorified for no fucking reason. Everybody's all, oh, when are you gonna have a baby? You should have a baby, and it fucking sucks. I mean. I don't mind having the baby. I'm looking forward to having the baby, but this whole pregnancy thing is bullshit. I don't think you're dispelling any myths with that with that statement. Uh, mm-hmm. I think everyone seems to presume it, it's it's a sucky thing, at least from the from the female perspective. I don't know if you see it. You ever see the movie Knocked Up? Um, yeah, I don't think I care for it much. I don't like Catherine Hayward. Not not for its funniness or. or I know. I just she comes on the screen and I fucking can't pay attention. I fucking hate her face. I think eventually Hollywood learn to hate her too. Hmm. Um, but I, I wanted to know if, uh, or maybe other pregnancy movies. I don't, I have none other come to mind now. But have, have Juno have and Juno things? hardly really talked Juno. about the pregnancy. It was more about her social situation than the actual physical one. Right, right. Yeah. Tully. That's a that's one I think. Uh, have you seen Tully? that one? Mm-hmm. Tully. Uh, the same script writer. This mm-hmm. uh, the former stripper turned uh, filmmaker. Hmm. Uh, I forget her name escapes me, and and this other guy who also whose name also escapes me. Uh, any which way, are there any movie myths that you've confirmed and or dispelled throughout mm. this whole thing, or do movies don't even do they even play a role in your day to day thinking? I don't know if movies. I mean, probably it has to do with movies because, but when it, I don't know, huh. memory doesn't lend itself to specific titles. No, but, just just lines and phrases from movies. If but I, I can say that the emotional part. Oh. I definitely am very, very emotional. It's becoming less so recently. Like, I'm kind of feeling like myself again. But initially, like, before I even knew I was pregnant, I was just like... Mind you, I, I did find out I was pregnant in rehab and after going through some serious shit. But I would I would cry a lot. And sometimes I would watch commercials and... I feel like, you know, why can't those kids just have water? And like, you know, why do the St. Jude kids have to look so sad? And I would, I would just start crying. And like, even if I didn't maybe necessarily feel so like, God, this is tragic, it just, it would make me cry. And then it would be over and it'd be over. So that's, that, okay, that's dumb, that's dumb and dumber when they're watching that AT&T commercial. Or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, but I'm very movie-minded. I, if there's anything I know about you, is why I'm bringing it up, is that you've you've always held a quality that I've admired, which a lot of people have, but I, I uh, I've always admired the quality that you can quote Simpsons like lines or lines from movies or TV shows at like just in the spur of the moment, mm-hmm. and it's it's something that I've I've always just I don't know there's no like there's nothing necessarily good that comes of it except for the pop culture thing. I mean, you do too. You're just kind of like the dude. And the big Lebowski, you just kind of say a mask backwards or, you know. Well, that's 
just like your opinion, man. <laughs> but but The Simpsons has always evaded me. Like The Simpsons in particular, because it's one that like is more universal. That I've always just been like, ah, oh, that's good. What I remember what that's from, and I always sound like a well, any which way. But you uh, know, I think throughout my life I realized that not a lot of people can really quote The Simpsons that I've met. Well, you've been meeting younger peoples. Am I wrong in that respect? Yeah, because that's only been the last what year? But I mean, throughout my life, I mean, I've always hung out with older people. That's right. Yeah. When your college years, no one necessarily... Well, your older brother, for sure, uh, was one of the other people. Well, that if you think about it, besides you, my best friend is Andrew, and he's 50 years old. He never quotes The Simpsons, but he would maybe quote Rodney Dangerfield. No, he's, um... He would make references to... What's his name? Um, fuck. Alan Watts. Buster Keaton and shit like that. No, <laughs> like, you know, like in that Buster Keaton, like he would say oh, shit like okay. that, you know. But Buster Keaton's literally like a silent movie star. Hmm. He wouldn't quote. Well, that's what I mean, he won't quote necessarily. Okay, but he'll. Uh, he might quote. Pull reference. Some like random. Vague. He'll he'll he'll, he'll quote Plateau, even though he can't. I mean, who could really quote Plateau? I mean, none of us were there, but. That's the. But he'll quote things like that, like things he wrote or whatever. But when he talks about, you know, media or, like, anything that's pop culture he'll usually not quote. Instead, he'll make reference to what he thought something meant. Do you remember when this happened? Mm. Well, it was like this, you know, like... Sure. He does that kind of thing with media or, like, with pop culture references, not with... There's a word for what that is, but, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Plus, by the way, that's the most strange pronunciation of the P-L-A-T-O that I've ever heard. <laughs> Plateau. Um, Wait, what do you call him? I thought his name was Plate. Oh. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not Plateau. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's, it makes sense. It's just... <laughs> I wonder, too, like, you know, Plato's, like, lines or, like, Euripides or all these guys, they used to be pop culture references at a time. You know, like, there was a time when, like, People would be quoting, like, Plateau as if he were Simpsons, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if it would be funny, but it would definitely be something. But they would definitely do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone would laugh, like, intellectually. So, like, their brains would laugh, but their faces would just, Is like, that what snarl. smart people laugh like? <laughs> well, it's not just smart people. It's mo- smart people in olden times, you know? So these are, like... <laughs> I think that's like snooty people, not older people. But uh, um, but moving past that, have you been uh, okay? So that was uh, that was this morning. Then you got some sleep uh, when you got home, I presume. Oh yeah, yeah, I got some sleep. You've um, been uh, you've been flipping through uh, sign language books, right? Oh yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard the I, the concept of sign la- signing to babies. Yeah. Uh, to communicate over just like baby words and goo goo gaga and. Well, I was never okay with Goo Goo Gaga in a child. It makes me uncomfortable, too, but do yeah. elaborate on that. Where'd you get the clue that uh, sign language was the way to go? Uh, I forget. might have been... I think it was something my brother might have mentioned when, when his first daughter was born. But the thing is that I don't know if when he mentioned it, I had already heard something about it or not. But... I mean, you've known me for a while. I mean, my brain doesn't really work that way. I'll remember things, but not exactly where I got them from. But it might have been him. That seems like the most likely source. Uh, but yeah, basically the idea is that 
you sign to your kid when you're talking to him before they start to be able to speak, before they really, like, own the power over their vocal cords. Because visual language. Because it's not that they don't understand or that they're not paying attention or anything or that they can't. They want to communicate, which is what causes a lot of frustration for them. You know, they try to tell you something, but they can't, so they cry. And they get frustrated. Desperation. And so, yeah, so the idea is that there are certain ways of signing that before they're able to form words, they could actually just sign things so that the communication gets a little easier so that you can, you know, you could attend to a pain or a need or a desire faster than if before, like before he can even start talking. And despite the fact that some people believe that actually delays speech, it actually makes it quicker. And the way that they explain it in the book is that once they realize that speaking is actually faster than communicating with their hands or more convenient, as anybody else would, you usually will go with the more convenient option. So once they can start speaking and they realize that their words are kind of matching what they're trying to communicate, they will just opt to talk instead of signing. But at least by that point, you've dealt with a lot less crying and a lot less, you know, what, what, what is it? What do you want? Like, I, I don't know what you want. You know, that kind of thing. It's interesting that it seems to me like when babies are born, they don't immediately know they want to communicate something or that they want you to know anything. It seems like it's up to the parent person uh, to read the signs as opposed to the babies trying to let you know. And it seems like the baby letting you know what is going on, the communication from the, from the individual's aspect comes from uh, after some experience of being alive and seeing that, oh, this is the way it could work, let's try it this way, and so therefore, therefore miscommunication is born, and or actual communication, but the concept isn't seemingly, to me, inherently there. Do you know anything about that? Mm, no, but I like the thought of it, I and like I what you're saying. I think it... Because, yeah, you're... Because I'm thinking, I think it's, I mean... I imagine that when babies are first born, I mean, they could hardly see. Right. They're um, seeing a big blur. How long do you, see, do you know how long that takes before their, their vision clears? Not really. Okay. Um, pretty much but it is some time. Yeah. I mean, basically, yeah, they, they see all blurry from far away. They can only see things that are really up close. Oh, okay. They can mm-hmm. only see things up close. This is from the fetus? I have no idea. No, I, no, no. I should ask a doctor about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But yeah, that's so... I imagine that they're, yeah, they feel things, and I guess it's just a lot of getting used to your body. Because I imagine, see, I don't think people get any smarter or stupider as they grow up. I think they're as smart or as stupid as they're born. They just either learn to communicate or to make themselves understood better not. You're talking about genes? My mom seems to think uh, everything I know now is mostly can't be mostly due to genes, and I like to think well, partially, I'm made up of whatever genes are in my are in my pool, but maybe 25 percent. I feel like 75 percent at the very least is made up of experience. Uh, yeah, she believes that everything that you know. Yeah, is yeah, it's 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 a, it's a it's a weird concept that I've learned not to argue at this point, just because it's so ingrained in her as it, it's like it's like the argument that there's a god up, upstairs in heaven 
and a devil down below. It's something that's so cemented in someone that there's no uh, headway in arguing against it. There's only ways around it to communicate with the person if you respect or if the person uh, hmm. is someone know. you want to communicate with. But this is, uh, this is what you're getting at, no jeans? Well, I don't believe it was what I was getting at, no. Okay. Um, but on that line, have you ever heard of the idea that we already kind of know everything? I've heard of the concept of the collective unconscious. Mm -hmm. Is that what you mean? The mm -hmm. cloud, I think, uh, before the cloud. Uh, oh I think I learned this concept from uh, your aforementioned buddy, Andrew. Or, I, sh I should say, aforementioned buddy, Andrew. Mm -hmm. um, Andrew was this uh, scholarly, chef-like, anarcho-dressed-in-black, bike-riding gentleman. He was a black fairy. A black fairy, okay. No homo. No homo, and also no African-American. He wasn't He wasn't necessarily black. But he was black-clad. <laughs> yeah. uh, he... Uh, he learned us a lot. He learned you a lot more as you, as you got closer to him than I, than I ever hoped to get close to anyone. But see, is that, for example, I don't... I don't know how much we actually... I, I don't know if... I wouldn't really consider it a teacher-student thing. I mean, even though we often... He often refers to me as little grasshopper. Oh, I don't think there's much... Of a student-teacher relationship there on your part, I think there's um, part of the reason that we, I think, or I feel that we are close friends is because we we don't put each other either over or under. Where we're kind of yeah, you're just that. You're friends. Yeah, and we what we do is we discuss things. We talk about things that come to mind, and you know. Never really try to prove or disprove anything we're saying, but definitely question it. And all right, yeah, express feelings towards whatever subject we have. And often we find that we do kind of meet up on the same. I mean, he does have a lot more like, I guess what you would call book smarts. Like he he will he has read a lot more than I have, and for the most part. I was usually on a lot more drugs than he was, so he, his memory was a lot better than mine. <laughs> he had experimented, though, with certain yeah, things. Yeah, but now. I mean, years ago, oh, the mind, the mind recovers uh, right. from things. Like, I've, I've been realizing lately that, I mean, I've been sober for about four months. Okay. Um, my memory has recovered a lot. Like, I, like the, the baby book signing book. Did you came to pick up the other the sign day? Sign language baby signing book. Yeah, yeah I actually, uh, I've been, I, I flipped through it before, but I was mostly on the other book, and and I read it from cover to cover the day before I told you I was done with it. And yeah, when you told me like, are you done with it? As in, you've picked up all the information, and I was looking back at it, and I was flipping through the page, and I was like, yeah, actually, I think it is. And like I did, I remember I remembered everything. You've always had, a, in my in my mind anyway, you've always had a, a good uh, ability to capture information. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, I guess I always saw him as... Herm. A, yeah, I've, I've always saw him as a... <laughs> uh, as a teacher more than a friend. But then that's the thing about... My relationship with even the word friend is, is very complicated. So that that probably 
like unnecessarily complicates my relationship with Andrew in terms of how I can describe it. But I'd say with I do anybody. remember say, with anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, as much as that's true, let's focus on Andrew. <laughs> I know for a fact that I think I've always seen him as someone I'm learning from, not someone who I can. Pitch. You're learning with. Yeah, who I'm learning with. Like it seemed like he knew everything that there is to know, and so therefore. I could only ever ask or ascertain information. I couldn't necessarily give him anything. Well, why would you feel that way? Oh, I'm sure it's a deep-seated, different thing. But he, uh, he famously, uh, famous only with me, really. Uh, Is it about the wall? He called me a brick wall. <laughs> uh, and, uh, not at me. He called, he, he, addre- he addressed me as a brick wall at, to you. And I and I completely comprehended what he was meaning. Like it wasn't necessarily uh, uh, like trying to put me down. I thought. I mean, it could have been. But the way I interpreted it was like, yes, he throws a lot of stuff at me, and you know, egg yolk and garbage and good stuff and whatever sticks can stick, but a lot of it won't. And so it sucks because I remember the moments when he'll be reiterating something we discussed the last time we hung out. And, I, and then it'll take me some time to remember, oh, wait a minute, we already talked about this. But it's that Homer Simpson thing where it's like, hey, Lenny just called me slow. And then, you know what I mean? Like that whole thing, you know, where it's just, uh, it took me a while to, and that's why I think I always felt like I didn't have anything to share with him because I'm always catching up with myself, let alone with the, with the conversation or with what's going on. I never allowed myself to be like comfortable. That's really the problem with it. With why you can't really be in that moment. You're trying too hard to catch everything and hold on to it. Well, this was years and years ago. I think I'm much more comfortable in my own skin now than I would would have been then. Okay, well, let's, you know, and I guess, well, I just mean that's, I think, just what happens when you, when you, anybody, when I, when any of us. Yeah, if there's something I learned recently is that I'm, I'm a coiled up this, uh, and so I've learned to loosen up and just be this thing. So I, so I, you know, like I, I'm clenching my hand. You seem much happier. I feel more comfortable. The unclenching of the anus is important. Right. I was. Yeah. I, you, you people out in the world can't see this, but I'm clenching my fist when I was saying that thing, and then I open my hand to do the other thing. Much that I was like discussing. his anus. Much like the anus that I am. Yeah. I'm an anal, <laughs> I, I, I was a very. I'm a very anal individual, but not in the anal sense of like I'm worried about little discrepancies. I, I'm more of just the variety to you know to get worried a lot to concern. I mean, you you you. I got this. Uh, drawing that you did that I taped to my guitar and you wrote uh, a little caption next to it and it says worried gato and you call me gato I'm gato but the face is basically my face with a, with, with little scrunched up eyebrows <laughs> and it's just like oh I'm still that guy as much as around that time of uh, Andrew hanging out with uh, was when you drew it I'm still very much that person where I'll, I'll, uh, I'll feel the scrunchiness appear in my eyebrows do you feel like you've evolved from, uh, well, how, how often do you catch yourself being like, oh, I learned something. Oh, I'm learning something. Um, Surprising yourself. <laughs> I more often than not find myself going, oh, my God, I don't know anything. Nice. That's, I think, a mm-hmm. piece of growing up. Elaborate on that a little bit, would you? Well, I just feel like at some point I'll feel like I'm making some kind of progress or something. I don't know, something that makes me feel like, yeah, I got this. And then all of a sudden, I'll just, you know, maybe a few weeks, maybe a few months later, just kind of, oh, no, I was wrong, and I don't know anything, and I don't know what's going to happen, and 
I've ruined life and you know can I start over and then it's just and then yeah and then I can't and then it takes me a minute to kind of recollect myself there and be like okay well fuck it and then you know kind of keep going and then usually it's just like for me it's just an ongoing up and down situation where I'll you know kind of and it's funny because I always come back to the same thing I mean none of it matters and None of the progress you've made or the fails and all this other stuff? Uh, none of this idea of how much of it I'm getting right, you know? None of that matters. And then I'll remember that every now and again. Like, right now. I'm not exactly in my ideal situation. You but mean because you're being on the hot seat? Because I'm pregnant and living with my mom again. On the grander scheme of things. Yeah, and, you know... The father was referred to as baby daddy more often than by his name. And, you know, just not exactly what I had in mind, but I'm not mad at it. Well, what use would be mad would being mad at it be, right? Yeah, and plus I, <laughs> I, I got I got here doing what I wanted to do in a way. Yeah, fuck. And I <laughs> that too. Hell yeah, I'm Boy, I mean, oh, anyway, really, uh, but let's the, not get into that one. The condom broke. That would suck. No, 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 he totally did it on purpose, and that's yeah. all. I mean, I was I was all for it at first, but then it was like... Wait a you minute. You know what, oh, no, never no. mind. <laughs> well, no, because we were trying to have a kid for a while. Wow, then, for a while. So this Well, is... not for a while. I mean, we had been talking about it, and we were... He wanted to get married. We were thinking about getting married in October of this year. Wait, all with all these post- discussions, you still only refer to him as baby daddy? It sounds like it would have been a little more... It was, but currently I'm keeping it as baby daddy just for my emotional oh, sake. So you had to push him away at some point. I have to... I can't wait or count on people. And I know he's going through a lot. Like, he's, you know, getting his shit together and it's a lot. And Was he I, in a situation as deep as yours where rehab was even intended or needed? Far worse than mine. My need for rehab was more of just wanting to get out of my situation, and that was the best way to go about it without needing to go back home. I you just weren't sequestered into to that? No, I just wanted to get out of my situation, and when I saw an opening, I took it, and it happened to be rehab, but I don't really even consider myself an alcoholic or a real drug addict, because I don't, I don't fiend for it. I enjoy it from time to time, and when I'm... And, I mean... If I hadn't had it at t- in the manner I had it available to me, because I, I was in a trap house, so it was there all the time. But, like, if it wasn't there, like, when I left that place, I, was, I wasn't looking for it. So, like, I don't really feel like my situation was that bad. Now, he's been a hardcore alcoholic for many, many years. And, I mean, I'd say at least 2016 of his 29 years. Been yeah. like drunk every day. Like his eyes were pretty much yellow. I can't math it. How old was he when it started? Uh, he's he was like twelve. Oh wow. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So I don't. I can't blame him for maybe not it being exactly what I wanted at as from the moment. I guess you could. Yeah, say. but but I had I gotta hand it to him. He's he's going through all that. He was in jail for doing some stupid shit, and he's 
he's got a job right now. He's trying to stay out of prison. He's been, he's been pretty, he's been doing a lot of work. I don't want to say too much about his side of things. I mean, I mean, I feel like I haven't really divulged that much. And like I said, I mean, it's not an untold story, you know, shake with baby daddy in prison. Like, yeah, it's just another one of those stories, but, but I feel like he could really get out of this one. You're hoping anyway. Well, yeah, and yeah. it's it's not even a personal thing at this point anymore. Like, yeah, I think it'd be great, but but I'd like like if we have a kid, I'd like my kid to grow up and be like, dude, if I'm ever in a, a really yeah, in a very serious situation, I I know that if my dad could do this, then I could do this, and if my you know my mom could be patient, then I could be patient. If I, we can, you know, if people set an example, basically. Yeah, I'd like both myself and for him to be really good examples to what's coming for them to to say well because you know how like if if your parents at the very least graduated high school you want to graduate high school because you gotta at least make it there you know i wonder or i don't know like i feel like there's a lot of that at least in my family we're like well we can't do any worse than anyone else we have to at least get <laughs> get to a certain bar you know a certain standard and so I feel like my kid, I mean, being my kid, is probably going to grow up thinking the same thing. So, you know, he probably won't let him, his life go spiral into too much of a hellhole. Ideally. That, yeah, ideally. And if he and if he did, he'd know that he had pe- people around him that have both been there and are like, dude, you're going to be fine. It's just going to take a lot of hard work. Yeah, oftentimes the, the better parent is the one who's been through it as opposed to the one who's been sort of careful throughout it, you know? Kept away from it. Seemingly, anyway. I've um, learned, I think, more from people who have been in it over people. Just anyone who who would uh, criticize, criticize sure. something. Yeah, oh, they have yeah. to be past it. Or at least uh, self-aware enough. Because otherwise, I've found I don't trust anyone who who criticizes something. That they if, didn't know about. If they're not even at least open to the question of it. You know, if they've made up their mind and they have no validating reason as to why, in my mind, well, then I would discount that person for just about everything they say after that. You know what I mean? Like, even the subject at hand alone wouldn't be affected. It would be all of their personhood would be affected by this. Well, this person's not totally reliable. And yeah. as, as much as it's a minor thing that they were, you know, either hiding or, or, or pretending or, or, or just being mean about or, or close-minded about, it affects the whole person in my mind. So I, I very much judge a person by the quality of their open-mindedness. And it's something that you read. It's not something you, like, intuit just looking at the person. Or at least I can't intuit it just looking at the person. But talking to the person and having the person listen, too, you know. I think to a degree you can start to do that by looking at someone. Yeah, judging person yeah. starts with the visuals, for sure. But I think oftentimes the visuals can be misleading. Uh, the voice... Uh, and if the person has no voice, if they have writing or however they express themselves, the the voice matters half as much as the visuals. I mean, more than half as much. But yeah, it's true. The visual of the person, just the, looking at them, you can judge. Oh, this person's gonna pull out a knife. I should probably go across the street, or just you know, oh, this person looks like he could use a hand, you know, carrying that really heavy thing into that one place. You know, it's a. Uh, it's a weird thing, other people, but that's, uh, but that, it, it starts with your, your own personhood, and it sounds like you're, you, you've, well, I, I've always felt you have your shit together, more than, 
more than I I want to say more than I ever will, but that's not necessarily mm-hmm. true. But I, I did always see you as, like, probably. someone older than you than your years. And I always forget you're a year at least younger than I. Two. Two years, right? And just culturally, that makes a difference. Because the stuff you're surrounded by... That and the idea that you're sandwiched between uh, three brothers, right? Mm-hmm. And I have just the the, uh, the one family in the family. And uh, even my father figure has been uh, uh, a little uh, absent. You know, mm-hmm. not absent, but just enough to to not to not to uh, just enough to make an impression, uh, negative or positive as it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, how's the how's the how's the rest of your day after after four o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, let's see. I went to bed. Yes, that's great. You need your all the sleep you can get. Is that right? I woke up. Yeah. Oh, and I I've been. So that's the thing too, like a baby daddy, really. Yeah, that, yeah. is this a, a daily thing? You're seeing this guy uh, daily, right? He's no. A, a, not a fixture in not your life? Not on a daily basis. Okay. Um, part of the reason why I do refer to him as baby daddy. Is the, di- is the distance he's imposed? It's... Uh, he's understandably uncomfortable. I'm staying with my mom right now. He didn't make the best impression the first time around. I can understand how he doesn't necessarily want to be there all the time because everybody looks at him like a piece of shit, which, granted, he there are reasons for. Again, I'm not going to get into it, but... That's okay. I'm not a fan of first impressions either. But, um... They don't necessarily establish the person. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I... Obviously, I... I knew a lot of what he was like when I met him, and and I ended up really liking him. I mean, you we're going to get yeah. married. So, like, yeah, yeah. like, I... I just, you know, I also give, yeah, I, I give him credit for his, you know, his advancements of, as of late, but but I don't want to expect anything from him either, you know, well, especially like if he's been a hardcore alcoholic from, you know, when he was technically a tween, then can you imagine how much of your personality you never really got in touch with? By the time you're 29 years old? No, I can't imagine. What do you think he missed out on? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't know himself very well. And what if by the time he does, he realizes that I'm not really somebody he wants to be with? Well, the person he could have been is, is a moot point, I think, for just about anybody. Uh, but what but I mean is that there's things that in your in your personality that you ignore when you're under substance abuse. Right. I think I see what you're saying there. In that, if you erase the alcohol from this person who's had it for just about the majority of, it, of his life... What person would he be, right? Uh, or at least now that he's coming off of it, maybe he'll realize that he's not so okay with certain things, or that maybe he realizes that something is important in his life that maybe I can't provide. And you know, These and I think like, yeah. that's fair. These are your hopes. I think I'd have to speak like he, I'd have to hear it out of him in order to know what I think he might think. Yeah, I mean, he seems to be the most sure about me out of anything, but at the same time, like. I don't know. I feel like sometimes actions don't match words. And I don't know if you that's... You mean intention. I don't know. You, okay. Just, yeah, just... Um, right. Yeah, I want ice cream, but there's ice cream around and you don't eat it. You know, like... Didn't even words, want ice cream. actions, and intentions seem disparate altogether. Yeah, it's funny. so maybe yeah. it's just that he's scattered. Maybe they're all true, but he hasn't quite found a way to connect them all to make them work for him. 
I don't know. I the mean, fact I, is yeah. that I'm having a baby, and yeah. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. All I want to think about is the fact that if if this does go worst case scenario where he really wants nothing to do with, that I don't go, oh shit, now I have this baby, and now it's a year old, and now I have to get everything together. So I'm trying to get everything together on my own now, so that... I mean, either of us can make a decision at either point and say exactly what we want and hopefully together come to an agreement that works best for the kid. And then maybe we could all be happy. But if I pressure him into anything, then it won't feel as genuine. And I don't want to guilt him into anything either. And I don't want to feel like I'm holding on to him out of need or desperation. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm okay doing this on my own. Oof. It, yeah, that's a whole ball of yarn you, you just pulled out there that's bundled up. seems like all these things are tied together. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, as much as you don't want to, you know, throw a rock in the pond and cause any ripples, you've already th- tossed a stone in there and followed it up by throwing yourself into it. You're in the pond, you're in the water, and you're you're not flailing alone. I want to establish too. Um, how's your mom pitching into all of this? Is she uh, she helping, hurting? A little bit of both. Beautiful. Yeah, you know, she's being a, a parent, she's just a good being a parent. Yeah, she's a good parent. <laughs> yeah, she's I, trying. I like your she's mom trying, and it means a lot. And like sometimes she'll say things that are just like. Well, your mom is a unfeeling commie at worst, and a, yeah. and a loving black coffee drinking. Uh, you know, homely woman at best. She's, uh... I don't know, I think both of those could be either the best or the worst. Yes, it's true. They're interchangeable. interchangeable I don't know, I think my mom's kind of great all around. I mean, she's... Yeah, I think as far as human people can go, she's great. Definitely she's hard-hitting. Like, you know, you want to have a strong sense of yourself before you really talk to her because she will knock down your spirit. Yeah. Uh, she's definitely yeah. that kind of person, but then so... But she won't I bullshit. Both, I think yeah. both my parents are, really. I don't know, actually. Yeah, I, my dad is also kind of a... Oh, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're a piece of shit. Like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Like, <laughs> And then he'll give you all these reasons why you're a piece of shit, and you're like, well, those are undeniable, so now, you know... Yes, but your father's also a, a master at bullshit artistry. But... You know... He's also not the worst guy in the world. So also it's not to, the worst guy in the world. So I it's hard to totally argue his whole year piece of shit. Because no, I mean, just because someone's kind of a piece of shit doesn't mean that you're not a piece of shit. Oh, so yeah. I'm not talking. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying he's... Uh, well, maybe I'm not... It's not my place. Yes, yes, it is. He's... He's... That's my place. I can... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys definitely have a very... Well, interesting it, it's a, we together. have an interesting dynamic. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it to this one story. I think just about the last time we got into a fight, maybe the time before that, he came to your place, your house, and I was visiting. I was outside having a cigarette, I think, and he comes up, and I said something just off, offhand, like a joke. I was like, you know, joking with him. And he, he smiled at me and, you know, looked at me. He went inside. Sometime later, I don't know what snapped. But then he takes it upon himself to point his finger at me and says, and this asshole, now now I'm just paraphrasing here, and this asshole has the gall to say this bullshit at me outside. And I was like, wait a minute, what bullshit? I was... I was being nice. I was joking. No, you're being mean and like this and that. And I was like, wait a minute. That is not what happened. He's like, yes, it is. And I was like, you know what? You can have it. It's yours. I see where I stand here. Clearly, this is not someone I can communicate with 
he's only someone that can communicate at me, and that's that's where I like I don't stand any place in terms of you know contributing niceness or anything. Just flat, plain fact, and that's all you can handle from my perspective. And that's the story I can say. About I have it. my own perspective on that story. I'm, as you know, both you're of much you closer do. to the fire than and I am. Most, no, no, no. I just mean that in that situation, there's your version, my dad's version, and my version that was well, standing there watching it all happen. I, I don't want to talk about it. I'm so version. done with that you shit. Cheese. No. <laughs> now you must split no, it No, I'm just sick of it, is what I'm saying. Like, no, you I, both obviously have your versions of it. No, this is I don't agree. I, with, I mean, I know what I saw and I know what I think, knowing both not, of you pretty well. Because see, you have your opinion of what he's like, and he has his opinion of what you're like. Let's I'm the only on one the, that happens to kind of know both of you yes, guys. Well, knowing very well. Let's, let's focus on the story, though. I, mean, I don't I, this care to. I really don't care to. I'm gonna just go back to. I don't want to talk about. See, this, this isn't fair. This isn't okay. communication. <laughs> this is I'll unfair. talk to you about to you about a number of uh, other things. I'm done with that one, and I'm pretty sure I said it then, and I'm saying it again. I well, am done with that. Look, I think it's 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 I'm not news that I'm going to be the godfather of this personhood I in your, in your belly. So I think it's, it's only right to talk. See, this isn't nice. And don't I, I, I don't like this at all. Talk about it. I don't like this at all. I'm gonna go ahead and take, take it. I'm so glad I brought tacos. <laughs> ah. So, how are you? <laughs> I guess the rest of the day we'll just be sitting here in silence, drinking and eating. I'm shaking my head. I'm slurping my tea. Chamomile tea is delicious. Would you like any sugar? Absolutely not. No. You ever have sugar in tea? I have. I don't care for it much. Unless it's purposely like milked and sugared. You do milk in your tea? Very rarely, it's more of a dessert for me. Milk or cream? Cream. If I cream milk, whatever. It doesn't matter to you, necessarily. Yeah, if I'm going to mix something with my tea, I, well, it's kind of like coffee. I like coffee. I like coffee a lot. But, if I add milk to it, I feel like it tastes like milk. And if I add, or cream. Yeah, it tastes creamy. And if I add sugar to it, I feel like it tastes like sugar. It does. And then I no longer get to taste, oh, it's, this is good coffee. Now it's just, oh, this is good sugar. Mm. This is good coffee-flavored drink. It's the banana in the smoothie situation. It usually the banana yeah, it overpowers the everything. Flavor, yeah. yeah, it's or adding ketchup to things. Everything just tastes like ketchup. Would you say your father is a banana in this situation? <laughs> You're a banana. <laughs> 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 Do you have a preference in sugar, or because for a while I would not allow white sugar? I have been anymore. quite partial to maple syrup lately. Oh, you're now. one of those. Yeah, you add sweeteners. I guess that applies to sweetener, right? But I think it counts as syrup. <laughs> I don't know. Right, but it's when you're sweetening something and it's not necessarily sugar. I presume it's sweetener, but maybe there's a better word for it. But you use honey. Yeah. No. Maple syrup. Maple syrup. I'm sorry. I used to think they were the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally not. <laughs> at, the, um, at the ghetto household. 
Oh, am I Aunt Jemima? You mean you put Aunt Jemima? <laughs> uh, no, maple syrup is... Oh, that the, okay, so they, there's maple syrup, honey, Aunt Jemima. What else is there in terms of... There's a... Uh, um, molasses? No. Molasses. Molasses yeah. is another one. There's... Uh, what else? What are, what are there? Uh, Sweeteners? Yeah. How about... Um, well, besides sugar... Well, yeah, and discounting the sugar. Well, sugar is another conversation because that's powdered stuff. We're talking about <laughs> brown sugar. We're talking about white sugar, granulated brown. There's like the light brown blonde, you know. There's uh, yeah. like brunette sugar, you know. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm talking like syrups and shit because like that stuff's fascinating to me. When you could, when it's just like, oh, would you like any, uh, you know. Uh, molasses in your coffee? Oh shit! You know, fuck. I'm, I've never had it, so I would throw molasses myself. Molasses smells the horrible, but it tastes good. I think. I think it tastes good. Well, I said molasses, but I was thinking uh. anything that doesn't smell bad. <laughs> what? Uh, what well, else is there? Do you think honey smells bad? No, honey smells great. It tastes too sweet. I'm, I'm surprised that now I taste it too, too sweet than I used mm. to think it was. Like you know those little sticks of honey that they sell at the farmers markets. Uh-uh. Three or four of those made me like I only had like you know like one per visit right but mm-hmm. by the fourth visit I'd be having one I'd be like okay now I can stop having these honey sticks because honey is too sweet for me mm-hmm. it's worse than pixie sticks at pixie sticks I can have the whole thing in one a second oh, that's because they have meth in them I fucking love meth are you kidding me <laughs> ooh wee okay oh, so five o'clock this morning I got to sleep right four o'clock whatever right I dreamt that I relapsed and was on meth. Oh, okay. Knowingly pregnant. Uh, wait, in a in a fun way, like, I don't care what's going on right now? Or in a, like, uh-oh. Okay, so, basically, I was staying with a friend, and she was, like, she had children or whatever, and somehow we had acquired this meth, and, or I had acquired this meth, and I had given her some, and I was like, you know what? I totally forgot. I'm pregnant. I can't do this shit. So uh-huh. I give her some of it, or I give her all of it. I like the idea of some of it, right? No, I, no I gave her all of it, and okay. then she gave me back some of it. Okay. And she tells me, you should do it now while it's still early in your pregnancy. Love it. And just, you know, get get it over with kind sure. of thing. Just one cigarette. And, I'm like, I, and I was like, oh, no, I really shouldn't. And I just packed my nose with it. Like, I don't know why. It was the weirdest way to do it, too. I grabbed it with my fingers. Like, I pressed my fingers down into the powder. Two fingers. And jabbed it up and put it, just put it in my nose. Like, I didn't, like, Both do that hard inhale. I just put it in my nose. Yeah. yeah, like, I was coating the inside of my nose with it. Uh-huh. Basically, and I kept putting my fingers in and just coating the the inside of my nose with it. And then I covered my nose holes, my nostrils, and I and I inhaled, and that sucked it up. And I was hoping that it would give me this like big rush, and nothing happened. And I guess technically it's because I was sleeping and I wasn't actually on. Yeah, that. dreams and the substances <laughs> don't apply. Go but yeah. but I did have one before where it did actually I did feel something. That's yeah. that's all. That's a different story. dream. Yeah. And um, so nothing happened. So nothing happened, and I was disappointed. And I was like, shit, I just, like, possibly deformed my baby or hurt my baby in some way, and it didn't even feel good. And it wasn't even fun. Yeah, it wasn't even worth it. And then I remember looking back at the woman who I was living with, and I realized that she was not my friend. She was another chick I met at rehab who I hated. And I was like, shit. Now, this person didn't transform. This person has always been the wrong person in mind. Mm-hmm. But you know how in dreams... Yeah, the feeling is... They don't the, look is exactly the, Wait a minute, like, that's not this person. Yes, the dream yeah. logic is weird. Okay. Yeah, so. so it was someone you hated. Mm-hmm. You think they betrayed you or tricked you into something? 
No, in the dream, I, mean. I think I mistook friend for foe. I mm-hmm. mean, most stoked for for friend, mm-hmm. and in that moment realized, hey, you weren't helping me. You weren't doing right by me. You were just you just hated yourself, and you had me do something that you did in your life, because you didn't want to be the only one to do it. So you're basically like. That is a hateable feature in a in a person. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that do that. Like, oh yeah, dude, you should just do that, or like, someone was. Someone was telling me that I should get an epidural, and I was telling this them... This is a shot in the spine yeah, to so feel less pain. Feel, yeah. Right. And I was like, nah, I think I'm just going to just fucking do that shit all natural. Fuck it, you know? Okay. And she was like, well, it's not a toughness thing. It's, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. And she's like giving me all these, like, reasons why it's better to get the epidural. Yeah, reasons why you're wrong and I'm right. You're basically, like, saying... This idea of doing it naturally is bullshit you might as well not go through the pain think of yourself all this other stuff but really what i think it is <laughs> is basically just well i didn't go on that because i was telling her like i don't really feel like you know being one of those people that in five years are like oh my back really hurts whenever it's cold because of that I, epidural i have heard those stories and you know she she said yeah it happened and then so she was still convincing me of it i'm like why like i just told you why like i don't want it and i I want to experience the full thing, and, like, I don't take pain medication for headaches, usually. I mean, the only thing I think I take pain medication for is maybe, like, a toothache. That's just because they're fucking awful. And this is an aspirin you're talking about? Oh, no. Dentist got me hooked on those ibuprofen 800 milligrams. Holy moly. There's a number attached to this? Dude, those make me so happy. Ibuprofen 800. Everyone out there, get get a pen and a paper. But see, even those, I will only take if it's, like... Yeah, like a really serious pain. And like, I mean, I still have all like all those... But again, this is rare and far yeah. in between, right? And the reason is that I like to see how the pain is developing. I'd like to... It's the only communication I have with my body about how it's doing. And when I'm having a baby, I would like to know how things are going. And I tried to explain that to her. And she kept interrupting with these, Well, you know, you don't have to be so tough about it. They have doctors to monitor you and... Wait, wait, how old was this dude? She was 38. Oh. She's had three children. Mm-hmm. Pooped on all of them. Wait, does this mean three epidurals? I guess so. Some women had didn't know of the option. I think my aunt was a situation where she didn't know to say no. They just told her, we're going to do this. And she's like, all right. And just like not knowing, oh, I could have said no. Because she was suffering from the pain. Uh, the result of the thing years later. Mm. So I, I've known this since I was a kid. Epidural, that sounds like... I mean, an injection in the spine already sounds like... Why? But yeah. but uh, the repercussions that come of that just seems like, you know, it, it should be noted that this is going to cause... Like it increases long-term. chances of a cesarean delivery, and I don't want that either. It, it does increase chances just of a cesarean delivery. Just about every intervention that they do during a birth could lead to a cesarean. Any kind of... You know, starting the the pregnancy, like starting the what do you call it? Dilation. Uh, but what do they call it? They call it when they induce labor. Induce Inducing labor, labor uh, can increases your chances of a cesarean. Um, having there's these monitors that they put in your in your hoo ha, like those 
increase the chances. I'm sorry, in your, in your what? In your hoo-ha, a uh, hoo-ha. Can you speak into the microphone? Noun, hoo-ha. <laughs> that H-O-H-A. I spell it H-O-O-H-A. It's not H-U-H-A. No, no, H. I don't think it is. It's like plateau. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so. Increases the chances of cesarean. There's this thing where they, where they actually rip your... Uh, your the, vagina? You know how they say your water broke? Yes. Well, there's a little sack of fluid in there. They Sometimes they'll rip that to try to, to speed induce. up labor. And like all With of a these... a knife? They'll poke it? or what No, it, it looks like a fucking crochet hook. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right. just Yeah, it's just all this I've kind of wrongness. That sounds about right. Yeah, and so I really don't care to have any kind of, you know, I don't know. Procedure gun or yeah or any kind of assistance from any kind of robot for something that I'm supposed to be built to do. Yeah, no, this lady sounds uh, wrong. Yeah, I mean, I mean, whatever works for her. But I mean, if the, the thing, thing is, the thing is, when somebody's yeah. telling you like, no thanks. Yeah, no thanks, and or or moreover than that, if you're suffering from some effect of it. Why would you want anybody else to take it unless you just don't want to suffer alone, which is pretty fucked up. There's a good case for ignorance, but that's rare. And, I mean, that's not what we're talking about but here. But that's, that's where it gets ruled out here because of all the reasons I have. Yes. So right. it's just a... It comes back to, like, a situation where... I think I mentioned to you one of my brothers once got mad at my younger brother because uh, he had his shoes off at home. And when we were young, we weren't allowed to take our shoes off while the sun was out and things yes. like that. And he's like... Well, why doesn't he have his shoes on? And uh -oh. when we were young, we would have been... And uh, my idea is, you should be glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in my day. Yeah, and it's just like, <laughs> well, dude, I'm fucking sorry that, you know, uh, he's not being, you know, domestically abused the way we were. Like, it just it just feels that yeah. way with, when she tells me this, and I could see how, like... Where their motive is, is something akin to envy or something... Yeah, mind you, like this that. is the woman I thought was my friend in the dream who turned out to be the Interesting, other same dude. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, she sounds like bad news. I think you should stay away from her. You know, I think so, too. I think you're, I think you're right to stay away from her. I think my dream really intervened there. Have you? Because I had been considering moving to San Diego with her. Because... Uh, okay. Because... Well, because you developed a kinship initially. Yeah, and I mean, we're still cool. You know, like, I'm cool with her. I just, I obviously, her, my, my well-being is not really her priority. Or, like, she really doesn't hold my best interest in, her, in yeah, mind, that you know? That sounds awful. Okay. So, I mean, we could shoot the shit every now and again. She's funny. She's, yeah, right. So there's a degree of friends where it's like, uh, and I, I, you know, no friends, uh, where there are some people where you can shoot the shit with, but you can't say anything personal. Where there's some friends that you can totally trust with certain things. Like there's levels of well, friends. See, I, right? I would not say I would not call those friends. I think she's more of an acquaintance. Acquaintance, okay. Yeah, and she's part of this whole sobriety, you know, what would you call it, support group. So yeah, I mean, definitely if um, you know, I, there's somebody that I could talk to about a craving or say, dude, I could go for this, and then they could go. Someone yeah. will talk you out of it. Yeah, or just somebody to remind me of where I stand or where like where I'm capable of helping myself. But so she's got that going for her. But but a friend, friend, I think Neat. maybe we're not there yet. Maybe we might be at some point. Just because I do, I do like her. I think there's a lot of good in her. But I think she's she's pretty fucked up. I mean, obviously everybody in there was in some way or another. Yeah. But whatever your reason you're in, 
any kind of institution for you. There's something wrong with you. I have trouble with the word friend, but I know people who are like that, who fall into that category of like, I can shoot the shit with this person, but I can only stand this person for so long before I'm probably going to snap at them or like... Or just say some, get away. Yeah, or just start talking shit about them, and it's 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 uh it doesn't help anybody to do that. Yeah, yeah, but you do that because <sighs> I I think I tend to mostly just say the shit I'm thinking at its moment, and I won't really let it build up to that. Okay, well now I should get away. I'll probably just be like, right. I'm usually right off the bat either into someone or not into someone. Yes, you are like that. You'll you'll call it. Yeah, and then I more often than not write about how I feel. Because that's not to say that I won't give him a chance at all. I'll just usually call it and then be like, all right, now let's see what's going on here. And then end up finding out that, yeah, no, I was right. I'm and more often than not naive and uh, to my betterment or worsening or whatever. But I think I'm more or less I'll give people the benefit of the doubt until they turn on me or, like, I decide this person is no longer any good or worth any effort. And then I'll just completely cut them off. And I think that's fair. I mean, I think it's fair for somebody to serve some kind of use to you and then eventually they run out of that and well that and I think sometimes I could be of use to that person you know sometimes I think I could be there for someone and it's one of those things where uh, treat others the way you want to be treated I would like if people give me a second chance third chance a fourth chance now alright you're, you're really pushing your fucking <laughs> uh, yeah you yeah. woke from the dream then what happened I woke from the dream and I uh... had some breakfast Oh, I got a call from Willie, uh, baby daddy. Okay. And, yeah, I thought, at first I thought he was upset about something, and then he, and then he calls me again sometime after. I mean, I got up after that. I was like, whatever. Um, we just said good morning and stuff, and I was like, okay. And I got up, and Were I Were you uneasy from the dream when you got into the conversation? Uh-uh. No. No, because I had already been up for a little while. Like, I, I woke up, and I was sitting around, and I was... Looking up things on Freemasonry for some... I don't know how I got on Freemasonry. Oh, the internet will do that to you. Yeah. Well, no, I think I, think I actually remember exactly how. Anyway, but, um... So yeah. it's not like your mood soured from already sour. It no. was just, you know, oh, now this is happening. No, plus, like I said, I've really tried to... Especially, like, the last few weeks, really tried to disconnect myself emotionally from anything that he's going through. I've okay, been, for, to, to, to better uh, be to, there for him, to or... To better my situation really okay I, I mean and just if, if that relationship between me and him is easy going that means I'm gonna stress out less I stress out less which is yes. beneficial to the baby right so and so yeah. I'm trying to chill out so that everything could move smoothly yeah okay because I know I mean I could I feel like I'm in a position where I'm a catalyst for good or evil in this situation well yeah but we all you are know? Right? well true but I feel like he's really lending himself to to about as, you know, to what he can. And I feel like maybe I have not been as good at that. Oh. In, in part because I am a lot more emotional than I am usually. And Well, you've always been pretty emotional, it's safe to say. Oh my God, you have no idea. You think you're, I have you're never, more self-critical? I have never spoken to you the way that I've spoken to him lately. You think you're more self-critical now? Or maybe even self-aware? No, I think I'm more, fuck you than anything. Antagonistic? Yeah. You've always been antagonistic. Not like this. Not like this. I'm telling you, you have no idea. Well, no, I have no idea. Not to mention where you're coming from is a more intense way... Not to mention I feel like I have a lot more against him than I have ever had against you. You've always been... Oh, I see. 
in one way or another, you've been mopey, you've been irritating, but you've never been really hurtful. Okay. He has. Okay. And so I feel like there's a lot more that I have to unload on him. And I do. Or I did. Like and you, I'm trying to... more righteous in, in It's not on righteous. Him. It's not righteousness? It's... It's... I've been holding on to this for a long time. And... Now I know that I'm not just crazy because I'm not on drugs anymore. This was actually something that was really fucked up. You could still be crazy and sober, you know. Hey, hey, hey. I didn't say... Like, well, what I said was that I was on drugs, so I was unsure about how all of that was being interpreted. But if I can right. be sober and still get this whole, hey, wait a minute, that's fucked up. Right. So that's well, why I'm saying it now. Because it is safe to say you've always been self-aware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I always have, you know, yes. I'm always self-aware no matter how high I am. If you tell me, oh, you're doing this. I don't think we would have been as I... close as we are had you not been self-aware at all. I think I admire that quality in, in people. In general, I think. Mm, and I, uh, it's not that I do it consciously, but I think I'm realizing now. Yeah, and I feel like... I feel like I could be pretty, like, female crazy. Like, you know, they do in movies or friends might talk about their girlfriends and stuff. Well, let's go back But at the to same you. time, I feel like... Like, I do find myself having this quality where sometimes it'll be like... I remember this one talk we had before... Before everything went super sour. And it was just like... Me me complaining about something he had some work he had done for my dad that I felt like was half-assed done all half-assed and he goes well you don't do anything he's like you haven't cooked in weeks and I was just like well I and I'm like yeah no you're right okay and so I was like so yeah so you know I fucking got up and I cooked and you know (laughs) no I mean he had a point it wasn't to prove anything it's just you're right just so that he doesn't have ammo for that no and see that's the thing it's not like that because you're taking this something better yourself it's because he's right he was right okay I have been failing as a partner as well so let me focus on my errors and you know then maybe I won't have time to be looking at yours sure so get back in the but yeah yeah there's definitely not like a oh yeah well you know this will show him I wonder yeah, but you're like that. Yeah, I, I wonder. <laughs> well, I'm, I wonder. I, I, I'm not as vindictive anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm really that vindictive. I think I, I, I think about a lot of things, and I can plot some really evil things sometimes. Yeah. But I'm not all for it. Because, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of like even with this baby situation, like... Somebody was telling me recently, uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday? No, recently somebody was telling me about um, somebody who had an abortion and, like, yeah, like, I was, they were trying to tell me, like, isn't she fucked up? And I was like, well, like, I can't really say I've never thought about it. And I thought about it a lot, especially maybe, like, just, like, a week ago, like, it was... Because, you know, I'm thinking, like, the more I let it go in there, like, am I really sure I want to do this? Am I really sure that I can do this? Or, And the thing is, no, I'm not. And it's, having a baby is fucking scary. Your entire life fucking changes. My body is never going to be the same. I mean, my, my life is never going to be the same. I don't know. I've seen a lot of women who, like, get their, their figure back. But you don't after. see them naked. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of videos out there. <laughs> no, but I, I think I mean, uh, well, not. And you don't know their body mention, as intimately as they do, except no, for. No, I'm, I'm, I think I'm stating the idea that uh, 
that people's bodies are constantly developing anyway. So it's like to, the idea that you have the ideal body and like I, I want to oh. maintain it forever. It seems well, it's a little not that I even too, had right? an ideal body. I just liked where my body was at the time. <laughs> is all it was. But like, yeah, and it just I don't know. It's it's just a scary thought. Mm-hmm. You know that yeah. that even though like. Yeah, even though before maybe my body might have changed from time to time or whatever, it, it, it maintained its basic ability to do things, you know? Like what? Like, for example, I've never felt more vulnerable in my life. As you, you've known me for a while, oh. and, I'm, and I'm a pretty, like, physically strong person. I can handle myself. I, I, I'm not afraid of being caught in a hole or being in a collapsing building. I feel like I can handle situations that have to do with me either running from or to something and or protecting or protecting or, yes. sure and at this moment sometimes i'm getting in the shower and i'm just like oh, oh my I god see. i could have died and i'm just I like see. uh it's it's a it's a weird worry that i realize i'm probably gonna have for the rest of my life now because my life is someone just... is someone is going to be so dependent on me for at least a little while and then as they get older i'm going to be important to them to, and it's not the kind of important that you are to your parents or to your brothers no. it's, or to your friends. It's the kind of important that somebody's life can really change depending on what happens to your or depending on what you do with your life. Yes. The Every ri- action yeah. I take is going to be observed from now on. The ripples and, matter now. Yeah, and now everything is just so, has to be so genuine now or it's going to ruin somebody's life. And I, it's something that I've been struggling to really kind of do in my life since ever is just to really be a whole or complete as a person and if I failed at that up to this point he's going to get the repercussions of that and and it's terrifying Mm -hmm. and it just feels like so much work that sometimes yeah part of the thought is just I don't want to but then I can't imagine how awful I would feel to get rid of it. I think I'd miss him already, and I don't even, I've never even seen its face. And I'm, I think I would miss it terribly, and I think I'd feel terrible if I got rid of it. And it's just... But again, like, it's not for me to say that anybody shouldn't do it. I mean, maybe just the fact that they are willing to go through it means that it's best that it didn't happen at all. Um, yeah? I wonder. Yeah. Because I think the only thing that's going to make this viably a good thing is that I am willing to risk going through all this. And I am willing to try to make it work. Because I think in the end that's all parents can do is really try to be good parents. I mean, they're always going to miss the mark. Your kids are always going to hate you at some point. You're always going to fuck them up in one way or another. But the ones that try, I think, are remembered and loved as good parents. I overheard this thing my dad said the other day, and I think it's all-encompassing. He's like, without respect, you ain't got nothing. I'm paraphrasing, but hmm. respect is a very big thing. Well, here's one I got for you. Parents ain't got for their kids oftentimes. On that whole thing. My mom told me one or two days ago. You better shop around. <laughs> she did say that, but that's another subject. You guys love Ross. <laughs> <laughs> You guys fucking love Ross. I got hey, this Kara, Ross. Hey, what's up? Where are you at? Oh, nothing. Just going to Ross, you know? So she was telling me this. Yeah. She says that there's two things that were taught to her since she was very young that she's kept with her. And those two things are that you... The two things that you could never ask for are love and respect. Mm-hmm. 
You can't ask anybody to love or respect you. Those are things that you earn or are given. They're given to you and they are gifts. They are something that you've earned or that somehow you've managed to inspire in somebody. I see. But it's not something that you could ask for or create or make or... Or impose. Or impose. Definitely not impose, especially not respect. And I think that's one of the problems my dad has. He feels that respect is kind of inculcated into a person. They teach yeah. you how to respect, and I don't think that's how it works. No, I don't think so I think so people either. could teach you to fear them. And I think people could teach you to fear consequences. But to respect somebody, they usually don't have to ask you for anything. You just do. Yeah, I think respect starts with you, absolutely. I think respect something that's uh, reciprocated, not necessarily... Uh, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's subconscious. If you, I'm constantly respecting and I only know to respect, odds are pretty good that you'll get the respect back. But yeah, not to expect it is a... But is even then, I don't idea. think that even necessarily works that way. No, no, it's, it's a sacrifice no, a lot I, of times, oh, too. Oh, no, and I, I think people just respect what they admire. What about those that respect what they don't admire, just out of... Uh, it's not respect, I guess. I think they, they, must, they must admire something in it. Mm. You know, because I don't think you respect things that you don't admire. Mm. You respect things that you feel are great, like you can't touch it. You know, like, yeah, like let's say, I don't know, some, some foo, F-O-O, foo, was saying at some point, um... I think it's better you start with this fool was saying. I, I don't know. Sometimes you tell me, oh, keep in mind you're just... Uh, whatever. Anyway, so so <laughs> okay. this fool was telling me... There you go. Uh, well, this motherfucker disrespected me. Yeah, I've heard and that. And yeah. my only possible response to that was, well, who the fuck are you? You're a smartass, you know that guy? Well, it just... It, it goes for me, too. I mean, I'm not going around going, oh, well, this bitch disrespected... Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck are you? What have we done? Who have we saved? What have we done that's so great that we can just go somewhere and be offended by the fact that some random stranger doesn't respect me? Who the fuck are we? I don't think I've ever heard that phrase coming from someone who I agree with. Being like, yeah, who are you? You know, like... <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> no, 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 the other one. Like, you know, uh, no, well, this fool disrespected me. He's like, yeah, yeah, he disrespected Like, you know, that fucking... <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a situation where it's like, hey, that guy is... That Are you going to let him disrespect yeah, you you're like going to let him disrespect you like that. That guy disrespected you. Yeah, no, I, that, that is a phrase reserved for, like, the douchiest of people sometimes. No, not sometimes. I think maybe ever. I'd love, though, to be, like, in a situation where it's like, hey, yeah, he's got no right, you know, like, to be on the side of the disrespecting. Yeah, I think it's something that comes from people that feel entitled to something, which, yeah, which is why I think the reason Absolutely. that I hear it is it's coming from your father and it comes from mine. You know, my They're both very Mexican men. He is, I think we can both agree. Yeah, so that. they are the kind of people that would say, can you believe they disrespected me? It's like, yeah, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I should be such a smartass as you. Uh, on that note... You yeah. really are. Oh, fuck it. Well, you know, I think I've learned from the best. Uh, on that note, I think it's safe to leave it at, at, at this. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? Um, 
I could sure go for some kind of shake, milkshake. And you've been eating Taco Bell. I will remind the audience <laughs> throughout this whole thing. It, when, before we started, it was like, do you want to eat first or do you want to eat during? And she's just like, mm, and then she got distracted over there. And then I realized about halfway through her third taco, I was like, you know what? She, it was the same crunch wrap. Pregnant. You have every right to eat at all hours forever. It was my. the same crunch wrap, but I set up a crunchy taco and a soft taco to eat just in case I wanted variety, which totally. is really the same crunch wrap, just separate. <laughs> to ask you to stop eating, it's like, who am I to disrespect you? you know? <laughs> Thanks, Kat, for being here. Oh, thank you, Kat. <laughs> oh, you can stand up if you like. Yeah, the stupid microphone. It's not a stupid microphone. It's yeah. just it's I'm just a sensitive microphone. Yeah, swamp grass is swamp. something that comes when you get older, huh? I didn't Ooh. used to get swamp grass. No, you get really hot when you're pregnant, apparently. Oh yeah, you get the you get the the heats. You get fat sweats. <laughs> <laughs>